You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. I'm being really hard. I'm being really harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should we flip it then? Let's talk about this yeah. Packers offense and how the Packers offense can be successful against the highest blitzing defense in the NFL. And Daniil Hunter leading the league, at least he was last time I checked, with nine sacks so far this season. Yeah. So I saw a stat and I, I want to bring it up because um, I think it warrants discussion. So you're going to have to give me a second. But Um, it was actually on kind of in certain situations, um, where Jordan loves stat lines are, and I can't find it, but it was very strange. It was a little strange. Um, but it basically showed that actually he's performing surprisingly well under pressure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I apologize. I can't find it. But Zach Cruz tweeted it out. So you can go find it if you'd like. Um, and he's he is he's performing pretty well under pressure. You're going to just have to trust me because I can't find the stat line now. And I'm really sorry. And Zach um, just tweets a lot. So I'm going to be scrolling <laughs> for a little while now. Um, but look, like every – If you're going to be a franchise quarterback, which I think you and I still feel like Jordan Love, here we go. I found it. Eight for 11 for 107 yards and a touchdown under pressure. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that's that's not bad. Um, He's best on play action, which, cool. It's not surprising, Um, yeah. Yeah, not surprising at all. If you're going to be a franchise quarterback – you need to be able to perform under all different types 
of um, all different types of moments. And we have seen him get blitzed under all hell in his very first start ever in Kansas City, and it didn't go well. And that's just something that good teams are going to do to young guys to rattle them, right? It's going to be a situation that he's going to need to learn from because as soon as you can start getting the ball out and performing under pressure, you like your performance against the blitz mitigates the blitz because right. as soon, right. Cause like as soon as the blitz stops working, they have to stop doing it. You force them, you dictate to them. So like, this is, this is huge for love because we have all these questions still about him warranted or not some warranted about whether he is the future for Green Bay. And if he can answer one of those against this Vikings defense, amazing, right? That's actually one of them that has nothing to do with his receivers, um, has nothing to do with play calling. If he can have an answer and can perform under pressure against a Vikings defense, that blitzes a ton, amazing, right? Like that's key and that's huge for the fu- his future as potentially the Packers franchise quarterback. And I think that goes into this larger conversation about the Packers offensive line as well, because obviously you want an all pro left tackle out there for your young quarterback, but that's not happening, right? Like that ship has sailed. David Bakhtiari is on injured reserve. So now you have to get creative because we saw the failed experiment with Max Crosby and, you know, your two tight ends and trying to chip him off the line and all these things. You've Mm -hmm. got Neil Hunter coming in. PJ Watts still down the line. You know, you've got Aiden Hutchinson again, like, it's not going to get any easier. So the offensive line either has to play better or you have to start getting creative because again, like all of the ways that you, you assess your young quarterback, if he can't throw the ball because he's running for his life or because he's getting blitzed to high hell and they don't have a solution for it. Like, yeah, it's, and, and it's a bigger problem, right? Then it's easy to sit here and say what, you know, the issues are, but it's true. And I mean, I know there were some quotes, I think it was Jaden Reed had said like all the offensive players got together this week and they went over film together to try and get on the same page. And like, those are all the things that you want to hear, but you also have to start to wonder a little bit, like, is the problem fixable? Because every week guys are saying the same things. Like we're almost there. We're so close. We're getting the pieces together. We're like, things will start to click, but you're going into week eight. Like you're almost halfway through the season and I don't know how much grace you are able to give your team when you have all of these glaring question marks that you need answers for. Well, I mean, we'll see, right? Like if the offense looks nominally better this week, then yeah, they get it's some progress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I am still under the belief that like there's enough talent on this side of the ball that things can and should start clicking. Um I think Tucker Craft also had a really nice quote today that was just like something that I hadn't at least thought of, which is like, we also, uh, it's not just the quarterback who needs to read the defense, right? It's all of us young guys who are not used to reading and playing against different defenses. And so that's a little bit of part of the struggles in the first half. Um, There's been so much discourse on Twitter through a lot of people who film study on what's going wrong with the Packers offense and, I mean, the answer is everything, um, everything and all of it and nothing. And um, 
little by little, I guess my answer to your question is like little by little things will get better. Mm-hmm. How quickly that happens in order for the Packers to make a decision around Jordan Love is the is the main concern for the season and how quickly that happens for the Packers to make decision around some other pieces that they need to like keep or extend or, you know, like those kinds of, I don't know. Um, I, I guess when it comes to this particular game, like I'm just looking for things to click just a little bit earlier in the game. Like, yeah, please, like, can, can you come out? Or, yeah, can, can you come out and just look a little more cohesive a little bit sooner than the second half? It's a low bar. And I mean, we talked about it after the Broncos show. Is it the scripted plays? Like, what is preventing you from being successful in the first half? And if it's your scripted plays, it hasn't been successful for four weeks now. Like, wh- you know, how are you ad- making adjustments then? to be successful. And I think those are the things that we need to see answered because Vikings defense hasn't been fantastic. That was like the knock against them going into the season is that they got worse. They lost some of their skill positions, but you know, it seems like every week somebody new emerges, right? Cam Bynum had a two interception performance and he now leads the team. Didn't have a pick until this week and then had two. So all these things, right? Like they're going to test a really young quarterback in Jordan love and how you set up your offense will go a long way in Jordan Love's success. We've seen him now make a couple mistakes when it comes to like the middle of the field and reading inside linebackers and things like that. It sounded like he knew exactly what was supposed to happen on the Samori Toure ball that turned into an interception. He and Toure both thought the safety was shading a different way. Like it's hard to fault somebody who understands exactly where the mistakes are being made. So at least that's like, that's a check for Jordan Love, right? Like that's a positive yeah. that he understands exactly what's supposed to be happening. Once again, like I would, I feel like we are so used to a quarterback who like Aaron Rodgers was not only one of the greatest slingers of the football, like athletically that we've ever seen, but he was one of the smartest football players ever. Like the way his recall the way that he could like, and I don't know if he was always like this, if he came into the league like this, or if this was learned or a little bit of both, but like, you cannot expect that out of Jordan Love, right? So I just feel like the bar is set. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like like the, the, the expectation is very skewed right now when it comes to like what we're used to when we watch a Packers football player like a a Packers quarterback and I do genuinely feel like he's obviously thrown more interceptions than we're used to watching a Packers quarterback throw but I don't particularly feel like he's made egregious amounts of like bad decisions like by any stretch of the imagination and I think that's a good sign and like once again some of the accuracy needs to get cleaned up We've known that, but also he's made some really awesome throws. It's just been like kind of a mixed bag. And guess what? That's what you're going to get with a first year starter. Um, And I just think like just a little bit of grace, like every other quarterback, first year starter gets some grace too. like, look at Kenny Pickett. 
he's had major ups and downs. Now he's like back on a bit of an upswing and everyone's like a little bit more excited again about Kenny Pickett. Just like give Jordan time. He's had like seven starts. <laughs> like I think he's shown enough for me to feel excited and he's not blatantly losing the Packers games. If it was like everything else was perfect and he was losing the games, I'd be like, things are bad. You know, someone commented on one of our videos recently that was like, if things have to be perfect around him for him to be good, then we have a problem. Things aren't even mediocre around him. Like things aren't even at average. So deep breaths for Jordan Love. Right now I want to see everything around him be a little bit crisper. The offensive line, the route running, the blocking, all of that. Because once that gets cleaned up, we'll have a better picture.